Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome back to the podcast Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, Friendly Rich, and this is episode 40 of the podcast. You can go back and dig into some some of those classic talks from episode one with Jeff Burke, two with Dave Clark, and most recently, 40 with Tim Posgate, who's on this episode. He's got a new album, Kalo Kalo. It's available November 8th digitally, and they're going to be playing in Gatineau, Montreal, Kingston in early December, so check that out. And please forgive us for the sound from this Italian bakery, The Diplomat. They were not too diplomatic with the way those motherfuckers pounced on the uh, the tables, making a lot of noise, clinking and clanking in the background. But the charm was there. It was brought by my friend, and soon to be yours, Timmy Posgate. You say the dip. Yeah, the dip. The dip. The dip. The dip with Tim Posgate. Yeah, did I get it? I'm here. No, well, I say Posgate. Oh, yeah? But it doesn't matter. What did I say? Posgate. Posgate. My dad's probably going to tune in, right? Mr. What's his name? Posgate. Ken. Ken Posgate. Kenny Posgate. Kendy. Not Kendy. Kenneth. Kenneth D. Posgate. You sound great, Tim. It's, a, it's an honor to have you here. Look at this. Our bars are being delivered here from oh, the nice. Sound Squire. Thank you. Thank you, right, sir. Enjoy, man. Enjoy, guys. Sure, Salute. Thanks. Salute. Salute. To your health, man. Yours. Can you drink on a podcast legally in Canada? Uh, probably not in Ontario, actually. Okay. Can you probably not. Here, to Kathleen Wynn, Winnie Chin Chin. <laughs> oh, that's a tasty bar. So, Tim, walk me through it. Here we are. Allow the podcast pause cast to begin. You're a family man. That's that's a good place to begin. I love my family. Did you notice how anxious I was to get out of the house though when you dropped by? I was I like, did. okay, let's go that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love my family. I got two boys. Okay, Dylan and Leo. Okay, good names, solid and, names. Yeah. And uh, my wife Julie, and we're uh, we're a big we're a big happy gang most of the right time. On. Right on. You know, like last night, late night, we said let's go for late night pizza. The four of us. Oh, bloody hell! Not something we do very in, often. In little, we're in Little Italy here, so the place to go. Where yeah. do you go for a good pie? So we went to um, one of those kind of really mediocre, cheap pizza places because I can't afford the the good pizza. They caught me eyeballing what's going on back there. What is going on back there? We're in the back of a cafe. 
they're, are they, is that a board game you're playing? What are you guys up to here? Oh, they're doing tips. They're doing Tip tips, man. Oh, Did you ever man. work in a restaurant? Those you got to do that. That's, there's money. One of your receipts fell. All right, I'll stop. Okay. I got distracted. That's yeah. exciting. It looks like a board game or something. It's, like yeah. Reconciling. Did, did you ever work in a restaurant? Uh, no. I've worked in a restaurant. I graduated from York in music and got a job at the keg immediately. Oh, man. Which Hi. keg? Which keg? Young and, Young and Shepherd. Hi, I'm your server. I'm Tim. Um, Here we go. Would you like a Billy Minor pie tonight? Um, I could tell you some stories. Yeah? It's pretty fun. Actually, it's, it was a little bit of a shock. Because yeah. I got my four-year honors degree in music, yeah, and I realized, oh, I have no gigs, I have no money, and I got to pay my rent. And I went to the keg, and the first thing they did is handed me a mop, and they said, "Go do the whole kitchen, clean out the entire back, and come back, and then we'll basically see if you're still here." And you're a guitarist by trade, right? What a yeah. guitar, right? Yeah, that's a, that's that's your main instrument. Yeah, well, but now it's Banya. Yeah, you teeter. I guess I've always been. I studied guitar at York. I was okay. a jazz guitar okay. student. Wow. I love I play the guitar every day basically but Sick. really yeah but really most of my time and energy goes on working on my banjo playing these days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love to play the banjo it's uh, it's so fun you don't play any banjo no. eh? you play the strings yeah. but you don't play the banjo not the banjo I mean I, 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 I piss around but that was no I don't I don't I don't touch it I don't have one I don't oh that's, one. that was so the question you yeah. don't have one okay so let me ask you this those early jobs Kagan hmm what did you learn? What did you learn? You know, because you were just telling me a story as we were walking here that the folks doing. By the way, guys, all that ambient noise is us tr- trying to attempt to get quiet. Yes. But so just enjoy whatever that is. That's a cap- They're making they're cappuccino, making I think. Yeah, they're making ice cream. Yeah. But uh, we're here at the Diplomatico, and we were talking as we were walking here that you kind of were feeling a bit of. Or weird in your own home as the guys working on your house were just saying, what does this guy do all day playing banjo on his porch? Right. Yeah, well, see, that's a good question. What did I learn? I think because it was so much, it's so hard working in a restaurant. I find restaurant work to be really hard. I only did it for barely two years. Okay, wow. Um, I think I learned that I didn't want to continue doing that. Yeah. And I wanted to do the things that made me really happy as often as possible in my life it's those so, early jobs that kind of work you to that though eh? they get you there totally I think, you know I, yeah. and i look back on them kind of romantically and reminisce about totally because you were like just full of piss i bet right just well, getting it done there's good times yeah working yeah. in a restaurant yeah the teamwork I had, the, the yeah characters. so there's the other thing i think i learned from working in a restaurant is mm-hmm. it's all about the people yeah everything you do like yeah. so whether it's your music job or your restaurant job or your I don't know your office job yeah it's all about the folks right like and I learned that early on like at the restaurant the thing that gets you through the night is you're laughing with two or three other people that are kind of like-minded and yeah. having a good time as well yeah you know so that that was definitely something early on is like hang out with people that make you laugh and smile and like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pointing at you. They can't see me pointing. Yeah. Like well, that's you, music, right? Like that. That is a big reason for doing it. Yeah. Um, what well, even before university though? Where, what kind of jobs were you working to get to get by? Like some of your early, um, early jobs. Like, you remember uh, that shit? Yeah. No, I had I had some I had some fun ones. I yeah. was basically all my jobs. I was a camp counselor. Like almost every job I've ever had, wow. I was a camp counselor, which. Wow. It's barely a job because you're just basically playing with kids. Yeah. Uh, singing, playing sports, uh, yeah. chasing them around. I loved it. 
It was amazing. So from the age of 14 to like right into university, I think, I was uh, a summer camp counselor, day camp counselors, and that kind of, So I sort of learned how to be loud, how to goof around, how to have fun, how to... How to make friends, how to be likable. Yeah, yeah. I, I seriously yeah, think yeah, a lot yeah. of my life skills came from being a camp counselor. Where, where were you doing that? What? Burlington, Ontario. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Wow. It was great. Actually, I look back at those times with great memories. Right on. You know, again, again, I met great people. There'd yeah. be great parties on weekends, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, you have fun with the kids. Sometimes it's tricky. Sometimes it's not the most exciting part of it. But, but generally, it's never dull. Every yeah. day was different. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, so I was, I was pretty lucky. Like the only other real job I had, so obviously I did the waitering a little bit. But I yeah. had this great gig for two summers where the government of Ontario paid me to play jazz. Windy chin chin. Oh my God, that was good. So yeah. it was it was like a, some kind of grant that someone applied for, and he got to put together a jazz band of students, and we'd play old folks' homes and rehearse all day long. So for two months. I was getting paid to play guitar. It was amazing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Rob Clutton. Rob Clutton. My right. pal Rob Clutton played in one of those bands. It was that like early days of knowing him? He, no, we go back like grade seven, him Holy and I. Holy smoke. Yeah. To yeah. Burlington. So he grew up in Burlington. Yeah, we went to the same public school. Wow. And the same church. Wow. Yeah. His mom was the town librarian, actually. No, she, well, she was even, even better. She was the one that chose the music for the library. Rob, Rob Clutton's mom, Fran Clutton. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That is a that is a major uh, role to choose the music for a library. So I went there and you know picked out these weird Coltrane records and yeah. my first Steely Dan record and trying to picture the covers of these records that I would okay. pick up. Um, definitely Steely Dan's greatest hits. Oh, um, Boss Brass. Um, anyways, anyways, she was the one. Fran was the one that was choosing this music. Wow. So it's pretty cool, right? And then, you know, I guess I knew Rob by then, but uh, so much for our idea in the quiet room here, Rich. I could make it uncomfortable and just go, guys, please. <laughs> Try to have a good time. We're close, Mike. They can't, people aren't hearing this. No, we're tight, Mike. Yeah, yeah, not okay. Any of that I can whisper. So we were talking about the role of programming and... Uh, an early influence in him. Oh yeah, so Fran Clutton Fran Clutton would be an early influence. She was sneaking him in there. Yeah, she had she had no idea. And she was picking avant garde records too. I can't I think Archie Shep was in there. I'm not sure if I remember taking that one out. I can just picture the cover of the record. Wow. Yeah, so it was pretty neat, eh? Wow. So you've been addicted to to music and connection for a long time. Yeah, I I am definitely uh, a music freak and you're you're in love with it like i really see it the yeah. joy of like yeah. you're really well, you know you know those people i know i know you know people musicians artists that say well i never listen to music some people are like like they just yeah. never put music on they like silence i'm the opposite yeah i have music going all the time okay. i like vinyl so i'm always flipping the record putting on new records mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cassettes cds oh, like wow. yeah you're, you're in you're immersed i I can't get enough. It's weird. Wow. It's it is a little weird. I think like I, uh, it's like an addiction. <laughs> I lo- I, lo- I love it. I love. Yeah. It. I mean, it, I mean, it's absolutely. different for everyone, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my wife has grown to get used to it, and I'm pretty yeah. sensitive now to what she wants to hear and doesn't want to hear because she's a freelancer too. She's at home. Okay. So. Oh, that's you know, fun. That's fun. You got to pick some morning music. If I'm gonna listen to certain music, I gotta put it on the kitchen so that it doesn't bug her. You know, yeah. certain things, yeah. and for the kids too, certain things they don't want to hear. Yeah, you know, so 
Yeah, what's but, what's one that gets under uh, Julie's uh, skin? Oh man, she doesn't like bagpipes. No, what the? No, I know. That's too I easy. I know. I know. She's a Quebecer and she doesn't like bagpipes. What? Uh, where? Where from in Quebec? Where? Where's she from? She's from Cap Rouge, so okay. just just past Quebec City. Wow. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Shout out to Cap Rouge. Oh. To the cap. To the cap. The cap is awesome. Oh, you know the cap. To the real cap. Yeah. Yeah. So listen. No offense to our 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 Capus Casing listener. No. Yeah. Shout out to our Capus Casing listenership. Yeah. I am uh, working on a, on, a, on, a, on a campaign to get Swiss Chalet up to the north. The, the, the people, good people of the north need to taste that. If they had Swiss Chalet. Yeah. If anyone can make that happen. I'm working I on it. I think that. it's you. You know? <laughs> but uh, so, so the bagpipes will piss her off. But, yeah. Uh, what else doesn't yeah. she like? It's fun to, to, to know what annoys yeah. you. And, and the respect you have to have to, for your partner to go. Well, totally. Right, you know? Totally. I, I often try to put on some I've grown to love Quebec music like instrumental music uh, yeah. pop music modern old so I try to slip some of that in okay it makes her happy but I love it too so that's you know pays off um, another thing she so check this out so when I started playing banjo about yeah. 15 years ago yeah I definitely had a bluegrass obsession that would not stop okay so I was listening to Earl Scruggs oh. morning noon yeah. and night yeah, yeah. and yeah. that definitely got under her skin like she was like okay like we just gotta stop with the bluegrass like maybe half the day or something like you know put something else on anything yeah <laughs> and some at a certain point she's like no banjo like there just can't be banjo wow yeah so anyway that's you know she's over that now because I'm yeah. over it I don't listen to Earl Scruggs every day anymore yeah every second day every other day yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. Yeah. healthy healthy balance yeah sounds yeah. like Let's play some of your music. That'd be awesome. Wanna, let's throw to uh, something that you've done uh, recently, maybe. With oh the yeah, band let's. Yet? Yeah, we should play something from So Long Seven. So Long Seven. Yeah. I was going to suggest it. Great, Ravi. You got Ravi in there. In the yeah. Mic. Yeah. Neil Hendry, Ravi Nempoli on tabla, and Neil, oh. Neil Hendry on guitar, and uh, William Lemreux on right violin. I think we should. You know, it'd be oh. awesome. Can we play my piece called Elk Fable C? Here it comes now, Elk Fable it's, C. It's an anagram. So if people can figure it out, I'm going to send them a free copy of. My last record, Banjo Hockey, if they can figure out the anagram for Elk Fable C. I'll mail it to them. As many as and many people that can get it. Tweet us at this guy's in it for the real reasons. Tim Poskate at Industry Tactics. If you tweet us what the anagram is. Yeah, what is the anagram? For Elk Fable C. For Elk Fable C. I'll mail them a copy of you. my last record, Banjo Hockey. That's sick. Here we go. Yeah. Here it is now. Yeah.
Fable C. We're here at the Cafe Diplomatico, the Dippy, uh, with the beautiful Tim Poskate. Uh, wow, listen to Ravi rip on that tablet. What a joy that must be to, oh my to work God. with that cat. Oh my God. He, well, I, I like to say the whole band is part of the Ravi Nempoli fan club. He is so amazing. Hmm. You can't take your eyes off his hands because it's just incredible what he does. Uh, he's one of the greatest, you know, he's one of my best friends, one of the greatest people oh, you'll ever meet. It's just, he's amazing, family guy. He's Did a, you know he's him a great from back guy. in the York days, too? No, actually, we met at our kids' swimming lessons. Oh, nice. That's probably like eight or ten years ago, I'm going to guess. Yeah, so we don't, we don't go that far back, but... Uh, That's beautiful. He's a beautiful soul, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. and he is so talented. Yeah, so I, I love playing with him. I don't know the other guys in the band, but uh, how did that band come together? That's been a recent coming together. Yeah, we've yeah. been together, I think... So it's changed in the last little while. Like uh, we had another uh, violinist who actually started the band, and, and he was a great guy and, yeah. and wrote some music. And he just decided he was going in other directions. So, yeah. so the band sort of stopped. And then we started up again when we found William Lemoureux, who is a great violinist. A young. lover. Oh yeah, he he is a lover. He is a lover and a player. Yeah. And he is. Okay, he turned. He turned 20, like on the day I turned 50, which was funny because we didn't know how young he was. And he he actually came up to me and said, "Hey, Tim." That wasn't a very good Quebec accent there. Pretty good though. Anyways, he said, "Isn't it funny? I'm turning 20 on the day you're turning 50." I was like, "So you have the same birthday?" I think yes. my party was on his his birthday, so I think okay. our, I think it's okay. one day apart actually. Okay. Funny. He nice. thought it was funny. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. So pretty much a 30-yard difference. He's a great kid, great violinist, great. Now we found out he's a great composer. He's written a couple pieces oh, on our right. on our upcoming CD, so. We are stoked to be working with him. Yeah. It's nice to untap the voices and talents of those you're playing with, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, and oh, yeah. spending time. Yeah. And then I, awesome. I think I left out uh, Neil Hendry, the guitar player. Okay. He is a fantastic player. Plays. Uh, he's actually my neighbor as well. Lives pretty close to me. Wow. And um, he's just he's just a very uh, versatile, talented guitarist. And again songwriter amazing composer writes all these cool things i wow. just wow. i can't wait for his next composition in the band it's like that when he brings it to the rehearsal you just like let's what has what has neil got this time like it, he, yeah. he amazes yeah. us every time so you have a beautiful musical diet it's like from that to uh, i know you you've, you've played for years with ron lee tapper yeah uh, shout out to ron lee tapper. yeah ron lee um you know who else do you play with? Who's, who well, else? Is in your, we'll talk of, a little more. Yeah, about one Ron. of the main groups I play with is the Clutter Tones, Rob Clutton's group, Clutter Tones. Yeah. And I play in a band with Colette Savard. So yeah, I. Yeah. You know what? I, I have been stepping back lately and thinking how lucky I am. It's it, a it's a real. It, it's just come yeah, to a, a beautiful thing. You know, it's come to a nice place. It's taken a long time, and huh. I think a lot of hard work to sort of figure out what direction you want to go in and. Yeah who you want to play with and who wants you to play with them but right now I feel really lucky it's 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 kind of perfect wow yeah am yeah. I jinxing myself by saying that no, no, like no. knock on Italian marble here. yeah I know are you uh ow I, it took you some time to get there though like, oh, yeah like I mean just you know I feel you know okay here's the thing I was almost always the leader like I would al always have my own band uh -huh. and I'd make my own records and that's a lot of work and it's basically you know like a full-time job that doesn't pay like a full-time job yeah yeah as you know yeah and uh 
And just recently, I think since I started playing banjo, so recently in the last 10 years, yeah, yeah. I've started getting more calls to play in other people's groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. Like, you just show up and play. You don't have to book it. You don't have no to. No responsibility. Yeah. Less it's a responsibility. Less responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So sure. I'm loving that. That's nice. That's nice. And then the fact that all these people are my friends, like, I don't really. I just. At this place where I don't have any, I have few gigs anymore where I go out and play with strangers. I'm basically working with my friends all the time. Yeah, yeah. You kinda know how hard, that is, right? Kind of hard to fuck that up. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a great formula. Beautiful. You look forward to the rehearsal. Yeah, you look yeah, forward to a tour. Yeah. You look forward to anything, yeah. right? Yeah, and and you're nothing but smiles. You yeah. Know? Like I, oh my I, God. I mean, that's that's who you want yeah. in your band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just just before that, honestly, I was coming home for a while. I was doing some gigs that were kind of a drag. Yeah. Different phases in life, but I remember yeah. coming home and taking off my dress clothes, or whatever my suit or whatever, and yeah. and feeling almost like slimy. Not like like literally, I had to take it off to forget what I'd just done for the last few hours. It wasn't like they weren't nice people. You're always, you know, musicians are generally going to be good people. I find. Yeah. But I wasn't feeling honest about it or something. Or the fulfillment might not. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 And I don't get that feeling anymore. Wow. It's so nice. Well, I'm glad you're able to walk us through a little bit of how you got to this place and that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's. I think what a lot of musicians are aspiring to, to and everybody kind of finds it their own way. Totally. I think, right? Totally. Like if if you, if you are doing it over the span of decades, right? Right. Or or I guess the thing that. I think of and I like yeah. to try to help younger musicians who, who are looking for answers or I think one of the tricky things is yeah. knowing what you want like you know so you're there you are when you're a young artist and you're sort of people call you up and you just say yes yeah oh, I can do that yes 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and then if you're not feeling good about yourself or what you're doing yeah it must be a weird feeling right like you say oh, I, I want to play music mm-hmm. but I'm doing these yeah. gigs that I don't like you know where does where does that take me or how do I want to change that or whatever so I guess the one thing I would say to, to younger musicians because yeah. you have a young industry listenership yeah. Yeah. Well, industry tactic, very young. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking at our demographic and yeah it's the young budding 12 year old musician oh we're shaping minds here yeah. we're shaping minds yeah, be careful <laughs> well no so what I would say is yeah le- look towards your friends like play in your friends bands and start bands and ask your friends to play in them like you look at this other person that's sort of the big name that everyone has on their record, everyone yeah. has in their band, and they don't need another gig. But your buddy that lives down the street that's more fun to be with, you know, mm. you're gonna have more of a rapport, mm. you're gonna you're gonna you won't have to have a car to get to each other's house. That's who you wanna play with as a young person. And uh, it can really be nice if you can pull it off. I was I'm, also gonna say like um I don't know about you, but when it doesn't feel right is it it's it's pretty natural. Like like it, to pick up on it and, and learn from it it's like oh I'm not feeling this and, and I'm not saying that you, you, you quickly quit anything that doesn't feel easy or natural right right right, like right there's right. some things you gotta work to get but yep. but no, I don't know man for like, sure it's never been difficult for me to go yeah I don't gotta do that again right but then again as musicians I also find I continue I sometimes I make the same mistake like like last week, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why did I, why did I do that again? Right. You know, it, because I love it, and, I, right. and sometimes you got to learn the hard way. I guess. Well, I you're, you're making me think of a couple things, and yeah. one is, uh, so I can think of a few different times over the years when I've brought friends together, and when I thought it was going to be the perfect blend or the perfect mix, and you try it out, 
and something you can't put your finger on it but it just doesn't work yeah so that's you know it's not the answer like get your friends and it'll be great so yeah you're so I'm agreeing with you I guess that you sort of do know right away you start playing or you do one gig or something yeah. and you go eh. but here's the other thing uh, sticking with something sometimes is so good oh, you know like yeah, so, so Ron Lee for example playing with, with the lip liners yeah it was really nice Ron Lee invited me to come out uh, feels like it was about six or seven years ago and we've had different levels of or I've had different levels of um, inspiration or enjoyment or connection to to the gigs that we've done and the experience and our friendship. Yeah. And man, it has hit its stride like you wouldn't believe. Like yeah. in other words, I made it through the times where it was kind of like, ah, it was okay. Like, you know, but now her and I are like kindred spirits. Yeah. Uh, we're planning our second trip to Europe for the fall which is very exciting yeah uh, yeah you yeah. know yeah man like look at it and go it may not had you not stuck with it and and really allowed that thing to bloom it may not have ever i don't know there's no, that's a certain totally like I, I don't want to get too existential about it but it's like it's pretty magical what you guys have built and and that relationship and 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 so so there's probably different phases of like where you're at with different musicians and yeah that, that's something that like is that's tr truly truly special I wonder if it has to do with two people changing at the same time right she's not calling you like when she's calling you it's not simply to get the job done right right, right. It's, and I don't know if she ever makes a call just to get the job right done. She, she's get, like come over here and experiment with me yeah yeah let's yeah. freak out yeah. let's yeah. go for it let's see whatever it takes yeah. us right yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of it's really beautiful right yeah um, and I learn from her all the time she's fearless mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. you watch her performance like man mm -hmm. if I could be that fearless and and then I think I have stuff that I can share with her that's been positive for her so it's it's become a nice like a healthy two-way kind of thing yeah yeah. yeah and the friendship thing again like we're pals so that's nice it's important it's it was it's huge yeah it is it is well you know because you take bands on the road if you had to travel yeah. with people for three weeks or yeah. longer yeah. and yeah. and you didn't get along yeah be pretty tough yeah it's yeah. doable I think yeah. people do it all the time but it's yeah. not something I wouldn't look forward to it let's uh, let's queue up one of your favorite tracks of uh, you and Ronnie pepper that's a good idea hmm. you into that yeah, I always want to play Ron Lee's music. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's explore uh, our bodies. Well, these guys yeah, just I'm, talk I'm really trying to super think of, loud I'm, Italian over I'm going to let you choose something off alive. Is that okay? You cook? Yeah. Here comes a track now. Yeah, we'll corner in the alley. You.
Let's not. Let's let's control. Explore okay. your body. Do you meditate? Um, I like to think that my meditation is uh, like I don't go to meditation classes. Yeah. I like to uh, well, a couple things. I like to read. Yeah. I like to meditate while I'm playing the banjo. You know, like just working on tempos and time with metronome and stuff like that. Yeah. And also, uh, I've started to notice in my 50s that I wake up quite often in the middle of the night for maybe an hour or something. So I try to just relax and sort of do something that's close to meditation at that time. You know, have no sort of goals. Like I don't try to get back to sleep. I don't try not to judge it. It's kind of a new thing I learned from my sister actually. And it's really, it's a, it's a you know, you got to do something if you're lying there. Older sister, younger sister? Younger. Brilliant though. She's, you know, I've learned from her all my life. She's just yeah. really smart. Yeah. What's her name? Heather. Heather, Heather. Yeah, Heather Poskate. She lives in my neighborhood too. 
Oh man, I'm you, so lucky. You got it down. Yeah, that's amazing. Your folks still live in uh, in uh, Burlington. My dad lives in Burlington with his okay. wife. Okay. And uh, get get back to Burlington every now and again. They're nice. fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah. They they come into town to hear us perform whenever they can, so that's cool. Yeah. Supportive. Yeah. Very supportive. Right on, man. Right on. So you're you're you you're over the threshold of fifty. Yeah, I hit the uh, the fifty. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, it feels good. I see it. it. Feels good. Like I see it. Yeah. I had a nice little party, and now, yeah, I actually find yes, myself sir. sort of like um, giving over fifty wisdom. And the minute I hear myself doing that, I'm like, stop! I just put that put that out. You know, like when I was your age type things. Yeah. When I was your age, so I'm trying not to do that. But okay. but fifty feels good. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I yeah. see it. I mean, I, I talk a lot to people about, as I age, uh, uh, how do you want to age as a musician? You know, we've probably right. jammed up on, on, on the idea of Russian. Oh, yeah. And what we really love about that band and those guys, right? And do you, Can I interrupt you about I Rush? Know. Do you Go. I got a little story about you. No, you and Rush. Okay. So I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm telling, you know the story. So I'm telling your listeners this story. Okay. Industry Tactics. 12 years old and over. I'm traveling in Mexico with my family. Oh, yeah. And you know this. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're actually on a, on a trip where we're away. I think this was the trip where we went away for three months. And uh, so I'm not checking email or anything. I'm just l- basically living off the land. That's a bit of a stretch. But anyways, off the grid, I guess, is the better yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. And I finally check my email. And there's a note from you. I'm trying to remember exactly how it went oh. down, but there's a note from you saying, because we were going to be going back to Canada soon, there's a note from you saying, hey, Tim, would you be interested in recreating Farewell to Kings on the banjo at the festival, Earshot Festival? Yeah, uh, open air. Op- open, open ears. Open ears. Yeah. And the amazing thing about you sending me that note was that minutes before that, I was telling my back then he was 15 years old 14 years old i was telling him about feral the kings driving across like the open where are you where were you we're somewhere in the yucatan peninsula and i'm telling him dylan i'm looking into the rearview mirror and saying when you and i get home to canada you and i have to have a sit down and listen to farewell the kings we get to the hotel i check my email and you say when you come back are you interested in playing farewell the kings on the banjo at the open ears festival like this is like minutes apart I, I nearly lost my mind. That was one of my favorite synchronistic moments of my entire life. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. And wasn't that concert that great? Oh, my God. We played it. So we played it in a church in, uh, where was that? Kitchener. Kitchener. It was so um, much fun. Oh, it was a blast with organ and all kinds of other oh my God. instruments. Um, yeah. Check it out. There's a YouTube link. At, no. Yeah. There is a YouTube link of the whole concert. I've never uh, seen it. <laughs> Yeah, let me. I'll uh, I'll see if I can share it on the industry tactics. Oh, that'd when be this so comes good. Out, we'll share it. Yeah, that'd be a, so good. The full concert of uh, of our of our rendition. I had no of idea. A farewell to Kings. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God! And, and I can't Rush's wait. management gave permission to uh, to keep that online. So that's uh, amazing. Shout out to Rush's management. Oh my God. Alex Getty, Neil. You know we love you. I love those guys, man. No, but wh- how important are those guys? And yeah, like, did they? Uh, oh man. Did you really dig idolize them. Yeah, life life changing yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I went to see them play live. You know, I would say at least 
ten times when oh, yeah? we, you know, like the moving pictures tour. Oh, there's a man. We're, I'm, I'm looking at a man here. <laughs> my first, no, that, that wasn't even my first. But anyways, God, my man. oldest buddy Steve Segetti and I. Who? Steve Segetti. Yeah, I love, he, uh, I love early, early Dave yeah, names. Oh, Dave. He's got Getty in his last name. You know, Steve Segetti. Exactly. Kind of Him and I lined up at the Burlington Mall. Wow. You know, I don't know what time we got there. It was still dark, and we got. Two nights worth of tickets to see them, and we were on the floors. We had ninth row one night and eleventh row the second night. Sick. Two air gu- yeah, air guitar on our chairs the entire show, both nights. What tour was that? Music, music moving pictures. pictures. Okay. It was so amazing. So I guess that was great. I'm pretty sure that was grade nine. Right in their prime. Hey? Oh my god, it was so amazing. And my other, uh, so I, I went and saw them all through the years, and yeah. and I yeah. love the records, and I listened yeah. to them all. And well, do you remember? You probably do. Maybe you don't. That Q107 used to premiere the records when they yeah. would come out live. They would they would go in, the band would be there, and they say, yeah. So we would, through it, yeah, yeah, they'd walk you through it. The band would be there. Oh, it was, yeah. it was the biggest yeah. time ever. Yeah. And so, like, I would get chills at those yeah. moments. Right? I'm getting chills telling you right, right now, on. actually. Yeah, love it. I used to look forward to that yeah. so much. And then, so years later, like, I went through sort of like a, I guess I became a jazz snob when I studied jazz guitar and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But years after that, um, Marin Cadell singer-songwriter, Canadian, great Canadian artist, um, sent me a note saying, if you can be... Oh, that was pre-email. Anyways, she Look called me, this. I guess. Listen to this. I know, pre-email. I am loving a lot of <laughs> elements of this this talk right now. Right on. If you can be at Maple Leaf Gardens, she says, in 15 minutes, I've got a free ticket for you. And I hadn't seen Rush in many years at that point. You improvised. Oh, man, I got in a cab, and I've never yelled at a cabbie so fast. Like, hurry! Because she was she was waiting at a oh. side door. I don't know how you do this at the Maple Leaf Gardens, like yeah. an actual little small stage door kind of thing. Yeah. And she's hanging out as the cab pulled up. Yeah. She's like waving me in. I'm running in. I sit down. I'm with Tom Cochran. I'm you with Tom. Yeah. And Shout out to and, Tom and um, Molly Johnson and uh, Andrew McNaughton, their late oh, photographer. Geez, 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 and uh, inside. I was I was no, I felt like a kid. All of a sudden, I was like 13 again. Like I've got the best seats I've had for Rush in a long time. Like, yeah. Right there. Like right there. Oh my God. Great show. The show ends. I'm like dancing and screaming for an encore. And Tom Tom actually Tommy, Tom. El- elbows me yeah. and, and says, "We gotta go." I'm like, here we go. No, up, what do you mean we gotta go? Like, get ready. And then Marin says, we gotta go because Tom will get swamped if he's there when we're leaving. We yeah. gotta get out of here early. I'm like, oh, that sucks. I'm gonna miss the encore, right? So I'm like following them out. I'm a little bit bummed. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit bummed. Yep. And then I realize we're walking towards the stage. All of a sudden, I'm standing beside Getty while he's starting the encore, like right. And then the backstage management is letting us in backstage. <laughs> I'm losing my crap at this point, right? Like, I'm just wow. freaking. You take it all in. So we went backstage and... Uh, what was that like? Well, I was losing it, but there's a little denouement in there where... where so there I am, backstage at Rush. No idea this was going to happen a few yeah. hours earlier. Yeah. And, uh, and all of a sudden, the gates open, and I realize that almost everyone and his brother has a backstage pass. So there's hundreds of people pouring in. Wow. I was like, oh, this is interesting, right? This yeah. is yeah. kind of, okay, I'm still backstage. It's very cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tom says, hey, like I just met the guy, but he's a nice guy. Tom's a great guy. Yeah. He goes, come on, we're going into the, the, the uh, actual room. And we go into their little room, which is about the size of this room, actually, yeah. we're in, like, yeah. you know, yeah. 10 by 10. And just hanging with Alex Lifeson and his mom and dad and Tom. And uh, Neil, yeah. unfortunately, Neil and Getty already bolted. They were in the limos on the way home. 
but I got to hang with Alex. Oh, went to a party with him after. No. Yeah, it was so fun. I got to tell him, you know, I'm sure he hears yeah. this every day, but yeah. I got to say, you know, you were one of the most important artists in my life. You know, yeah. you changed wow. my life. And it was wow. fun to say that to him. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I'm glad I got to tell you the story. I love telling the story, but now, oh, it's, now really, it's on tape. I really enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's on digital, Is that tape? digital wires. Oh, those are digital that's digital, wire, eh? Yeah, Magellans. Magellans? Magellans. That's that, what record's that from? Magellans. That was uh, was that done? Uh, oh, Ma- Magellans? No, that's Madrigal. The, Madrigal. Madrigal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closer yeah. to the heart. Magellans. No, that's uh, Farewell to Kings. Man. I mean, that's, we covered that. We covered that one. Live. I played Madrigal on the banjo. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I have to go home right now to watch that YouTube video. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. No. At Industry Tactics, we're gonna share that with the kids. Uh, Tim. So like like. Not to dwell on them too much, but like you know, you practice every day. You've got that work ethic, and uh, that's what I really admire in those in those boys. Is oh the, yeah, is the, is the super like the idea that they've been playing these songs for what forty years? Yeah, yep. And they'll still when they go when they well, I think they're done now. But they are you done. Know, you'll see that in the documentaries that they're preparing, and they'll they'll prepare for three months to yep. play the same damn songs. There's something beautiful about that. Eh? Is the well, polishing, polishing, polishing the material? I guess that's the. Um that's sort of the work ethic that I've right on. Here we taken go. on in music, and and you know God what, damn, and, and you know where it. it lives, and yeah. it's alive and well is in yeah. jazz music, right? Here like we go. Here all we my go. favorite jazz musicians, all my friends and neighbors, mm-hmm. they are practicing all the time, yeah. trying to get better, trying to just get they a better command. They never stop. You yeah. never stop. Yeah. And that's that's how I think about music. And are you te- are you teaching others? Are yeah. You- are you studying with other? Are you? Are you? Uh, do you study with other? Do you? Do I wish. I wish I was doing more studying. I had. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I started playing the fiddle in the last four or five years. Really. So I took some fiddle lessons, which was really fun. Wow, man. Um, I haven't taken a banjo lesson in a long time. Okay. I would. I mean, there's so many great banjo players. I would love. I just. I kind of feel like right now at this yeah. point in my life, I know what I need to work on. There's yeah. a whole list. Wow. There's wow. not enough hours in the day right now. That's wow. the thing, right? Wow. Wow. But um, I'm hoping for a long life so I can keep getting better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, who did you study with? Like, who were your teachers at, like at York? Like, who were some of your? Well, York. Your, York was uh, awesome. Um, yeah, David Mott for sure. Oh, wow. Great guy wow. and uh, gave me great life advice. Took some great classes with him. Not necessarily um, private lessons, but uh, yeah. just being around him really. He was maybe the closest thing I had to a mentor when I was at York. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Lofsky was the guitar teacher, an amazing guitar player, and I learned a lot from him. Yeah. Think of him all the time. Um, wow. Uh, Mark Eisenman, people like that. Don Thompson would come up. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So you got to sort of play with the cream of the crop of Toronto jazz musicians and learn from them. And uh, I mean, it, was it was a good time for you, eh, York? Like yeah. It, it treated you well? Yeah. I liked it a lot. I lived in residence, so I always had a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, and then I would go away from that and focus on my music and, you know, bear down. And then uh, finally I had to get away from the school. It was so fun to move downtown permanently. And, like, I moved oh, out yeah. of residence. Yeah. I got my degree and said, okay, I don't need to do this again. I'm, I'm done. I'm glad that's over. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was a good time. Wow. It was a good time. Wow. Yeah. Tell me uh, what, what some of your favorite gigs have been. Hmm. Tim. Let me think. Yeah, take your time. Wait, wait. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, an interesting thing. So, as of late, we were just talking about this with the guys in So Long Seven. I, yeah. I was feel really lucky that we have a nice little festival season coming up. We're playing yeah. a few festivals yeah. this summer, and uh, 
and I really love to play folk festivals like there's a magical thing that happens that you don't get at a jazz festival I, yeah. I haven't experienced anywhere else yeah. it's sort of a communal hippie mm-hmm. open yeah um, celebratory it's great I love playing festivals and so I've played we played Hillside last summer that was really magical oh wow um, we, including um sitting in with or jamming with a, uh, a, a Mongolian rock group. Oh my god. That was really exciting. Um, so Long 7 with them? Yeah, Mongolian? yeah, oh, yeah. Fun. yeah. Fun. And there's talk of us going over there and playing with them in China. So god. crossing my fingers, yeah. God. I know, it would be amazing. So you, you kept that connection with them. Yeah, yeah. That's so nice. So we'll see. Um, so I, I have noticed that I, I, I remember I started playing my favorite festival for sure is the Vancouver Island Music Festival. It's, it's the best festival I ever played. Wow. I did it twice. Once with Howard Johnson, who uh, I recorded with a couple times on my records, mm-hmm. and once with Jay Burr on tuba, actually. And something about that festival, it was sort of, I guess I was a bit of a rookie when it came to folk festivals, so I was really happy and just sort of like wide-eyed, and yeah. I just couldn't believe like something about like, you'd get off stage, yeah. and there were all the people who were watching, and they would yeah. want to meet you and hang out, and and then you would do the same to the people you were watching. Yeah, like I back and forth it was a real back and forth yeah so I I hung out with some of my favorite musicians in the world I saw the Dale McCurry band one of my favorite bluegrass groups Wow! actually we played we had to play after them one time which was a little weird but you know and so that folk festival I hope you thank the opening act no I know (laughs) oh my god no I was way too nervous to say the right thing there's no way yeah yeah. but that festival and then subsequent folk festivals like um um What's the great folk festival near Kingston? I always forget. Kingston. Anyways, they're going to kill me for forgetting what it's called. Ah. It's, it's a fantastic hippie festival. Everyone sleeps in tents, including the band. And I played there wow. a couple times. Wow. Um, so I've really grown to love the idea of folk festivals. Huh. But having said that, yeah, yeah, yeah. the other night I went and saw Ravi um, perform just over here at the Small World Music Place on Shaw Street. Mm-hmm and hold 60 people you can hear a pin drop right yeah nice. like a classical Indian classical music concert yeah, fucking right. so that to me is the ultimate thing when you can play to a room so whether it's 60 I, I mean I've barely done it to what's the biggest crowd I've played like a soft seat or two I don't know like a couple hundred or whatever yeah. but that yeah. feeling you've yeah. done it I yeah. love it right everyone's listening you can express yourself fully you can communicate with your instrument you can mm. communicate with your voice it's just the greatest feeling so to me it's like it's the one up from playing a folk festival is to play soft seaters with people who care about music and and it's what we're starting to do with song seven and nice nice it's it's kind of like my it's what i want to keep doing it's what i want to shoot for it's yeah i think that's what I want to do. I want a lot, to is a lot of what you do DIY on that end. Like, are you are you are you forging all? The, are you um, like growing these relationships with all these presenters? Like, is Some it, it's, of a, them. it's a grind? Eh? Yeah, like, yeah. How does that work for you? Well, um, we've got a great agent, Canadian agent. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good J- for you. JP Moisan. Good for uh, you. Production International, and he's out of Quebec, and uh, he's been yeah. really he's been really great. We've been really lucky. Yeah. Wow. So he's. Taking care of business nice. for us. It's That's so nice good. To, oh my God. Relinquish. I know, because I've done it my whole Are life. You, you, yeah. There, there, see, you hear that statement, kids? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, for example, just the other day, mm-hmm. for some reason, I got I got into a 
into it with a presenter over the phone. You got into it. Like, well, I just like it like just just hustle? like no, just like he was just he was trying to figure out how much money we needed, okay. and then I sort of misrepresented the band. Okay. And 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 uh, and finally, I realized industry why tactics. am I doing this? This is sort of like yeah, industry tactics this right is here. Not my, uh, this is not my job. Let me draw the line here. Call. I said, how about you call JP? Call you JP. guys can talk it out. Nice, nice. And they nice. took care of business. Everything worked out. Nice. We're all happy and we're playing this festival this summer. Good, and good. Keep it clean. It's so nice. We're, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's taken a long time to yeah. find someone that we can trust and yeah. someone that works hard for us. And yeah, yeah, and does it proper yeah. and, and gets you what you deserve. Well, you've heard the thing. I think very few people want to represent something that's not already rolling like yeah. you know they don't want they, you don't want to no one wants to book a band that has no gigs because it means that no one likes them right, <laughs> you know I mean? right. right. but ironically if you have a lot of gigs you might not think you need an agent right. it's, a, it's a funny little in between isn't that interesting industry tactics industry tactics right here at the dip so tell me, you had that little a little tussle. Um, talk to me about some of the uh, the darker uh, uh, experiences. Like, give me one of your uh, worst gigs. Hmm. Just walk us through it. Yeah. Pull us through the muck. Yeah. Let me you're think. You're just a thirty-year-old kid with a dream. Well, that's you're bringing up a, uh, around late twenties, I think. Here we go. I got a phone. I was living in Montreal. Something he doesn't want to do again, right? Probably something he, he's happy well, to yeah. have lived through. But I don't do I don't do it anymore. Yeah. But you know what? I also live by that never say never. Like I yeah, mean, yeah, it could happen you, again. You could. Get you'll stupid. see where this is going. You so could get stupid just about now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I got a phone call out of the blue to play the Montreal Jazz Festival when I was living there, and all my right on immediate friends who were also living in Montreal were like you. Someone called you to, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know why." And it was like a main stage gig. I was so excited. It was my first big gig in my life. Really, yeah, it was yeah. Saturday wow. afternoon. Like, I, I figured it out one time. There's probably like, you know, there's right on, uh, on, um, Saint, not Saint Denis, on um, Sherbrooke. Sherbrooke. And no, that's not Sherbrooke. It's um, anyways, right in front of Place des Arts there. Okay. And and I figured there's probably like five thousand people. Blue sky Saturday afternoon. No one's listening, but there was a lot of people, right? It was it was huge for a twenty year old. I was freaking right, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing was hilarious. Was I had to get up the next morning to play my solo gig that I'd carved out at the keg in Old Montreal. Oh my Christ! Yeah, He's playing the keg is this before or after you waited at the that keg? That was after, and it's I an actually interesting life decision. I know, I know, and and I went to that gig and like I was playing for one person sitting there, Holy barely fuck. drinking a coffee, yeah. and no one came in. It was dead. They were experimenting with brunch and jazz. Oh my god, solo, it was so solo weird. Solo guitar. Solo guitar. It, it was, was so, so weird. weird. Oh my god. So wait, the great gig was the, the jazz fest. Like that night, so we oh, finished so, we oh, finished at like five PM on Saturday night and I made my Sunday morning brunch gig to no one. Isn't that great? You you get the like I love it. Thanks, yeah. Tim. You get the polar opposite of like of like five thousand to yeah. one. Yeah. But isn't that like what you straddle through the totally, years? Totally, totally. Like, you know, I mean, you know, I think we can all relate to that idea of playing to. Well, every you'd, you'd, you'd hope the five thousand crowds were I know. were were more than uh, than 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 the, were, were the usual. But I know, I mean, and it always comes that. back. It always comes back. back and forth. I love that back and forth because it's you should play to the one. I'm glad right? you love it. I'm glad you love it. I no, embrace it. I, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Okay, I you're, do. you're a better I do. man than me. I, I guess sometimes. I'm taking my shoes off. Is that okay? Jesus fuck. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah, I washed my... Oh, no, I didn't wash my feet. Christ. This, okay. We are in downtown Toronto <laughs> here, man. No, but I'm, I'm glad you embrace it because... Thank you. I... Okay, here's... The last time 
I was in Europe. No, the first time I was in. Anyways, I was in Europe with the Tim Poskett Horn Band. Yeah. yeah. Named after myself. And uh, had Howard Johnson playing in the band. And we were playing these big festivals. And it was so exciting. Yeah. I was like, wow. I've arrived. Like hey, this baby. is this is yeah. incredible. Like yeah. I, this is yeah. my future. Yeah. And yeah. I did not go back to Europe for like almost ten years after that. Okay. So that that's totally that thing you're doing the back and forth. The back like, and forth. I, I don't know what's the lesson there. Well, I'm I, asking you, baby. I think the one thing that I've been trying to make sense of when you see a lot, I I, I deal with that a lot. Like the more more band more band on stage than in the audience. And I right. think the one thing I, I look at when I'm I, my mind always wants to try to make sense of it and go, oh, but there's a kid from Calgary that showed up and is super fucking jazzed about my music. Right. Play to that kid, like focus on that right. kid. And the, the, someone that's been there for like 30 years by your side in the crowd. So yep. you owe it to that crowd of seriously six. Yeah. To fucking take a take a no, yeah. you know, to take a hit and, and you know like yeah it's financially it's it's. I mean, definitely I know how it can get you down, and I do see it. Like, I think your my ego will take a a, a blow. Right? It's just like, oh shit! It, I take a hit on that, and I go, ah, did it affect my game? I try to not let. Well, it that's affect what my game. So I'm with you on that. Really hard I've, not I've, to. I feel like I've gotten to the point mm. where I can where I can not phone it in. I'm gonna go for it. If there's three people, yeah. I'm gonna play my ass off because we're because we're yeah. lucky to just be playing in front yeah. of anyone. I, I I get that. It's just it's so nice to play to a, a crowd of like vibe. The vibe. Like giant, when you feel yeah. the vibe coming yeah. back at yeah. you, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. No, but totally. but but you know what? Well that was the thing, you know, sometimes when Ron Lee and I were in Europe last time, you have different size audiences every night. Yeah. But man, we would have so much fun. Yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, yes. And your point is good. There could be one person sitting in the corner. Yeah. And sometimes they come up to you and tell you too. You've yeah. changed their life. You've yeah. affected you maybe they want to be a banjo player, maybe they you never want to play music again. Yeah. You don't know yeah. how they how you've so, affected them. Yeah. Yeah, you kinda wanna take that I wanna take that super seriously. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. there could be someone who's really hurting yeah. in the crowd yeah. that might get something or, or someone that you know what I mean or whatever yeah. the vibe is but yeah. it's like yeah I don't know it's no I think once once the important. gigs once the gig starts I feel like you, you I mean in a way I think the way that the reason that works is because you're really in some ways I am anyways playing to my peers on stage mm-hmm. I'm sort of playing towards my peers for the people so yeah. like I I can't I can't imagine trying to sound anything but my best because I won't want to let the people beside me down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which I don't want to get into what would happen on a solo gig. I guess that would be real different. But well, honestly, I feel... uber strength eh, at that point. Right. It's like, oh but I do God. really feel like I'm playing towards the my bandmates. Yeah. But it's all going off the stage together. Nice. Nice. You know, for the people. But, like, you know, in So Long 7... Yeah. I feel like I just like I practice before our rehearsals. I prepare for the rehearsals because I don't want to let them there's, down at rehearsal. I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to suck. Be, that's got to be the rush mentality, just bleeding into your into your psyche. It's definitely. I think it's part of it. Eh? Totally. Those yeah. guys do it. I yeah. love that. I love the overpreparedness. Yeah. That's yeah. when the magic happens. The yeah. Preparedness. Yeah. And you can't always do it because you get busy or your yeah whatever gets in the way of life, as they say, life gets in yeah. the way or whatever. But you try. 
The um, you were going, you know, when you were walking me through the debut of an album on Q107, and you were touching on, oh fuck, I, I got invited to that gig, and it wasn't even like there wasn't even an email. I just right, right. Is it uh, where we're at right now in twenty? What is this? 2017. 2017. Lock this podcast in a time zone. <laughs> I mean, uh, how has it changed for you to get the job done and 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 make the experience count? You know. Yeah, it's different. Um, that goes without saying. The magic, the magic of, of unleashing a record back then on the mighty Q. I know it. That that's gone. But you know what? I I listened to. Uh, I listened to a young artist. I've forgotten his name already. But anyways, I listened to a young artist's first record today on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was really exciting. And I sent him a note telling him how much I liked it. Oh, isn't that nice to connect and with? Yeah, the connection is, is bigger than just Rush, Phil Collins. Yeah. And, yeah, and you know, Def well, Leppard. I'm like, like you. It's, yeah, 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 back yeah, then, yeah. that was what I thought music was. That was what was sure, in my face. That's all you had access to. That's all you had access yeah, to. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was nowhere else it was coming out of There's but no the radio. Franny, Franny Clouton there. No, well, well, I would go to the library or I would have the radio on. Where yeah. else is music going to Oh, shared, shared cassettes. We right would on. share cassettes. Right on, man. Um, curiosity. Yeah. yeah. So, but that hasn't changed. The curiosity has, yeah, nice, has not nice. diminished at all. So I don't think it's really that different now. Like... Yeah. That, in that way like there's there's obviously more music now if you look for good music you will never have trouble finding it there's no shortage of good music right in this neighborhood like, right on never right ever on. ever ever um, and and I'm hungry I, I I just there's so much going on in Toronto people that don't live in Toronto by the way I highly recommend just coming here to to experience it there in every night I know you know this but every night of the week there's 20 shows going on like there's five plays there's seven dance pieces there's yeah. two film premieres yeah you know it's crazy yeah think of what we're missing tonight by going we're, nope. going, we're going to see bob dylan oh poor us together. we have to go see bob dylan Jesus fuck. <laughs> but i mean no no but I, but you look at what else is going on in the city and you go oh damn shit yeah missing missing well we were just talking to josh in front of my house yeah, yeah. Shout out to Josh Boy, yeah, and he's playing at the Transact yeah, tonight, right? Yeah, wants to learn how to solo. One. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were gonna we were gonna jam. It's very nice. It's yeah. very nice. So we're missing his gig for Bob. What are you? Uh, what do you want to share? Like, let's just do a, like a rifle zone uh, industry tactics, quick, like, um, like like right off the top. Come on, let's talk about um, four points that you want to pass on to the younger generation of listeners. Ooh, or I like the that. older generation. Okay, no, I like that. I like that. Um, how about? Uh, Look for your inspiration outside, outside, outside of music. If you're beautiful, you know, if you're, we're with the wise. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. No, but if you're, you know, at a certain point, there's so much more to it than the notes. Like, I think I like to read a lot. Yeah. And uh, and I feel you're reading the Alan Lomax book right now. Yeah. Well, I am actually rereading the Alan yeah, Lomax book, but I'm reading uh, I'm reading a couple different books right now. But I yeah. always find. Inspiration comes from books, um, films, other art forms like mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. I love watching theater. I don't go see enough theater. I wish I got to see more theater. I like the uh, like the advice. Visual arts, right? Like, just go stare at paintings, and you're not going to feel anything for a while. But sports are big in your life. So oh yes. like, like hockey. You well, hockey all your life. Okay, there's my. You just set up my second piece of advice. How about this? How about this? Stay healthy. 
Okay. Like, you know what? If you're going to make art for a living or you're going to make art at all, yeah. you got to be able to walk. You don't have to be able to walk. No, but you it, don't. It, it's help, it, yeah, it's helpful to be able to walk. Thank you. It's helpful to be able to get out of bed. It's helpful to have some energy. A little bit of air in your lungs is all you need. This is going to sound pathetic. You should eat well and get some sleep. I actually say that to my friends and they, they roll their eyes. But, man, I swear it's huge. How much sleep do you get? I don't need very much myself. I'm pretty yeah. good. Uh, seven hours. Okay. But but I think the reason that I'm knock on wood sleep pretty well is I get a lot of exercise. Right. right I play a lot of hockey. He plays a lot of hockey with other musicians. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's this family of, of hockey playing musicians. And who do you play with? Who are some of the guys? You play uh, with the Shuffle Demons. Yeah. Rich Underhill. God, Mike Murray. Shout out to Rich, Rich yeah. Underhill. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Turcotte. Johnny Johnson. Wow, listen to this guy. All hockey names. Yeah. Perry White's a good hockey player, yeah. So there's there's a great uh, a great bunch of guys, but that would be my honestly like health. Right on, right on, right on. For some reason, why is it that artists often are not the healthiest people? Is that true? Am I making that up? Oh no, I just told a, a cab driver yesterday that I was trying to put on weight so that I. Could you make, look healthy. I was trying to put on weight to so that I can make the coffin uh, heavier on the pallbearers. <laughs> What did he say? You're hilarious. I don't know, man. He, he, <laughs> he must have confused point, him so at much. At that point, no, he perved out and told me that he had four wives in Guyana. Oh, that was the guy? Yeah, it was a very interesting wow. conversation. But you're right. We do lean towards uh, a less healthy uh, tickle. I think it's... All, a, I, think I don't it's, know what it is. For some reason, I think it's because we're so passionate about what we do that it gets in the way occasionally of other things that might be as or more important. Yeah. Or, you know... Yeah. Also, so, okay, here's my third piece of advice. Here we go. Did you really want advice or am I Rifle just getting in. preachy? We're, we're well, three or four. Three I don't know. Or four. Um, don't preach. Well, friendships. Like, you know, honor honor your friendships. Like, just just being good to people and, and, and keeping friends and trying to solve um, any kind of conflicts that you have yeah. between your friends. Be- Okay, this sounds like industry tactics thinking, but going. you're gonna you're gonna want to make art with those people down the road. You're gonna oh want to help Sam, each other down the road. Like, what was number one? Um, I know number two was health. Yeah, number three is friendship. What was number one? Uh, Fuck. Number one was uh, listen to other kinds of other other Get kinds your of art forms from outside of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. Beautiful. And number four, that was really great. That was really great. Number You're gonna four, need those friends. Don't uh, fuck it okay. up. Okay. How about number four is um, try to try to embrace change, but but don't be distracted by it. This motherfucker may he have another fifty years. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, yeah, but that's but that's easy. Like when email started, yeah. you know, it was really exciting, but I didn't let it change everything. And 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 then you had websites, and you know, I learned about it. And what would be now? It would be snapchat or instagram mm-hmm. it's not life and it's not your art but but it's good to stay involved try to have fun with it right just how can people learn more about your and share your wisdom how can they get how can they tap into the system hey i have a blog what is it timpossible.com uh, uh no it's guildwoodrecords.com guildwood records based that was the, the name of my street in burlington g u i l d woodrecords.com so you can okay. get my blog and all that Stuff what are you there. About? You're blogging about like like I, th- I saw that you were blogging about practicing. Huh. I have to confess. I have to confess. My blog has really slowed up since Facebook started. Like don't don't, don't even don't confess. No, it's 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 just the reality, right? You okay. spend industry you, tactics. Yeah. Read that blog. Yeah. Anyways, thanks. If people read it, and I have to say, if people if people drop me a line and said they were reading, I would yep. be more inspired to write more. 
Uh, get in on that anagram from the, uh, from oh, the yeah. what was it called again? Elk Fable C. Elk Fable C. And Thank- Tim is a man of his word. And thanks to Scott Thompson for that. He made up the anagram. Shout out to Scott Thompson. Yeah, what a guy. We love you. Yeah. Um, you are a family man. We're here in the Diplomatico. No mistake, you're a diplomat. Um, thank you for making time. Thanks, Rich. This is amazing. Here's to, here's to you and Bob Dylan. You know what we're going to do? We're going to end this podcast with you and me at the bar in the horseshoe and you and me freaking out because oh, yeah. when when do you go to a bar and see Buck Martinez right at the bar? He was standing right beside us with his helmet of hair oh, and man. he was talking about Wolf Paymont. Here he is. Yeah, here's the audio. You have it? Yeah, you sent it to me. Oh, that you're night. amazing. Here's the audio. Tim and I shitting our pants over the, the legendary Buck Martinez talking about Wolf Paymont. Amazing. Goodbye. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was pretty hard to hear, but that was from a night over at the Horseshoe. Uh, the Real Statics were playing, and Buck Martinez happened to be at the bar right next to Tim Poskate and I. We kind of shit our pants when we heard him talking about the great hockey player, Wilf Paymont. Not every day that happens. I uh, want to thank Tim for, for sharing all his stories, and please check them out, solong7.com. They've got that new record coming out November 9th digitally. Uh, so Long 7, great band featuring Ravi Nampali, Neil Hendry, and, uh, and William Lamoureux along with Tim. Great four-piece, so please go check them out and support them. They're going to be playing a few live dates coming up. So if you want to tweet us and get that free CD, first person, the, 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 uh, the So Long 7 CD, you know what to do. Send us the anagram at Industry Tactics, and Tim will mail the first person to send us the right anagram, Elk Fable C. I don't even know what the right answer is anyways, but we'll figure it out. He says he's going to mail you a free copy of their last CD. Do it. Thanks again, Tim, and we'll see you again. Episode 41 coming up in two weeks with uh, Benjamin Hackman from The Holy Gasp. Excited to chat with him. Goodbye for now.